there's always something in the world of in the world of the star and the world of Frisco and limited fake Jerry Jones and the actual Jerry Jones. There's something always something <laughs> going on. This isn't even and and this and I should be clear because this isn't even the the Jones is getting involved in this one. This is almost like you know you know what this seems like. So and and I'll get to the quote uh, the quote here first. Mike McCarthy was asked about, you know, or this came up with Mike McCarthy, and we had been hearing some rumblings for a little while that this did end up being the case and why it became time to part ways with Kellen Moore. But Mike McCarthy putting his name and his voice behind it more recently in a story with the Dallas Morning News saying that we killed our defense, we were trying to do too much on the field, you know, Kellen Moore was wanting to light up the scoreboard, and uh, the end of it here for Mike McCarthy, but I want him to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. The first place that my mind went with this, honestly, Scott, and maybe we're going to get... Novel idea? Well, I mean, maybe we're going to get some kind of heel turn where (laughs) where Mike McCarthy's not going to be. I mean, all season, and and I had different feelings on it at different times over the course of of the year, but he... I love how you went heel turn there. That's a wrestling reference that I always love. Well, because Mike McCarthy was was steady Eddie guy. Mike McCarthy was kind of doing... (laughs) I mean, he was kind of going through the season... The way that Coach Richard Patino does, you know, no matter if it was a big win, if it was a bad loss, you kind of right. got the same vibe out of Mike McCarthy the entire season. This kind of feels like a guy who was tired of of getting pulled in different directions, and you got, you know, you got your bosses and management telling you one thing about how they want the season to go. You got your offensive coordinator, who's the play call play caller, maybe not in line with how you want the season to go. This kind of, this kind of sounds like a you know heel turn, fed up Mike McCarthy. I'm in charge now, which he was before too. I mean, he he was in charge, which is a story in itself, and why this quote kind of bugs me. Like I know he wanted. Kellen Moore to to have the offense. He wanted the same continuity, the same cadence, the same languages with, with you know to uh, with Dak and everything else. But it was still his. T- he could have decided at any point in the middle of the year that, or at, at any point that he wanted to do this. You know, he waited till the end of the season. But to wait till the end of the season to move on from your offensive coordinator and then say this was happening all year and I don't like it. That that in itself is is one part of this, but the other part of this is is you know Mike McCarthy kicking down the doors of the saloon. <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening too. Uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, something has to happen for Jera not to come down and crash in the doors down because I think Mike McCarthy is kind of getting to the point where if he doesn't do what Jerry wants him to do, Jerry's been known to replace coaches at the drop of a bucket. Uh, You know, his sons can do the same thing if uh, Jerry ever gives way. So I think next year is Mike McCarthy's year or bust. See, it's kind of interesting. that We've always assumed that was the case, but... It was pretty, to me at least, it was pretty... I thought last year might have, I thought this past season might have been it. Well, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. To me, it was pretty telling that when Sean Payton was right there and we all just assumed it was... It was a matter of when rather than if that that Jerry was going to go get Sean Payton and you know thank you know we we tried it it didn't go the way we wanted it to thanks Mike McCarthy 
the fact right? that the the fact that Mike McCarthy is still here and Sean Payton's now in Denver is is kind of telling there about. I mean, certainly there there is some belief for for a team like I don't want to completely discredit what it means to win double you know to have double digit wins in back to back regular seasons. That means that you're on the right track. That means that you're doing a lot of things right. But when it comes down to you know you've lost twice now in the playoffs to the 49ers. Right, and the one playoff win in there was against a, a, a borderline competitive Tampa team. And when it comes down to the big games, and you know, unfortunately, Philly didn't even really count because it was Gardner Minshew, it wasn't Jalen Hurts. When it comes to the big games, we see it that was Gardner Minshew. Was it, it? it was? Yeah, when they played in the regular season, it was Gardner <laughs> Minshew. So when those bigger games come around. There is a different Cowboys team that that we see so a lot. You know, a lot gets exposed. That, quite frankly, just the Lions aren't going to be able to do. The Bears aren't going to be able to do. Washington's not going to be able to do. When you get to Philly with their defense, with uh, with the Forty ers you can't hide behind some of the, some of that stuff anymore. And so, like, I, I, it it just it it makes me wonder. What was going on internally with Mike McCarthy through the entire season? Like, if he was like, was he feeling this way the entire season? But you know, hey, we're we're doing okay again in the regular season, so I don't want to rock the boat, kind of thing. Like, uh, I'm I'm just I'm so curious if this came out of nowhere, if it was the kind of thing where Kellen's gone and you start to reflect and have these revelations about yourself. But <laughs> there, there's no. There, there's no upside to this. This th- th- there's no lighting a fire under anybody by saying he wasn't running the offense the way I wanted to run the offense. Because you could have changed the way the offense was run at any point. Right. No, that's a great point. You could have changed the offense, and yeah, you had to be running the offense that he wanted to run. Otherwise, well, you're not doing a good job as head coach because you set the parameters and you let the offensive coordinator do his thing. But it's not the offensive coordinator's prerogative to do things his own way if that's not the way it's set in stone at the beginning. This is really this has been my biggest red flag for the Cowboys for the last couple of years. The teams that are playing for conference championship games, the teams that are playing for Super Bowls at the end. I mean, look, I was one of the loudest ones. I will fully admit this right now. I was one of the loudest proponents against John Lynch getting a GM job in the NFL coming straight from the booth in Fox. I I saw no scenario where that was going to end well. Obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that have been in front offices that feel like it's not fair. I saw no scenario where the 49ers would be playing for, you know, playing in a Super Bowl and, you know, making these playoff runs every year. But, I mean, just the... It's. It, I mean, it's. It's worked itself out to where I mean, I, I think at least once, at least once to this point, he's gotten an executive of the year award, and it's to say that these teams that are the ones that are playing for the making the playoff runs, the ones that are playing for the championships every year, it's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can look at you know Kansas City as Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, that team's going to be really good, but there still has to be that organizational structure along the way to give Patrick Mahomes the best opportunity to be Patrick Mahomes. You know, we, we talked about it ad nauseum leading up to the Super Bowl, what Kansas City did when Tyreek Hill leaves, they bring in a whole new group of wide receivers and then still add Kadarius Tony at the trade deadline because you want to give 
Patrick Mahomes the best chance to be Patrick Mahomes, and that's giving him all these different weapons to work with. And you know what Cincinnati has done the last couple of years. I mean, Cincinnati, Cincinnati was was a laughing stock. Cincinnati was an embarrassment to the NFL. They were. It, it was it was a business, not a football team. All they cared about was you know being soaking in NFL money and not actually winning games. Now you see what's happened the last couple of years. I mean Buffalo, you know what they've done the last couple of years. These teams that have this clear vision and have the organizational structure to get everybody there are the ones that are playing at the end of the season. And when you have the well, first off. This uh, some of this might just be frustration coming out from Mike McCarthy when Jerry's on first take before the start of the season talking about Zeke and relishing with the with the Cowboys with the Dallas media about a quarterback controversy with Cooper Rush and Dak and McCarthy's got to answer questions about that. Some of this might be funny just, how that comes back full circle. Some isn't of this it? might be just you know the the, the geyser <laughs> blowing up a little bit and some of the steam coming out. It can't hold the you know, the geyser can't hold it anymore. But some of this is also. What the concern was from the very beginning is are all the not even just you know like when when we talk about all the pieces fitting together nine times out of ten it's about the roster on the field it's about the guys on the field that are actually playing these games but that also has to be the case for everybody else that's running the team as well I mean obviously it's the most extreme example in the NFL. But there's a reason that the Patriot Way got the name the Patriot Way. And and again, that's an extreme example. Most teams in the NFL, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. It's not reasonable to expect the Cowboys to go recreate the Patriot Way. But that also doesn't just happen by itself either. You know, Sam, you talk about the Patriot Way. Yeah, that team is pretty decent. We do things the Cowboys way. That's why we have a star on our center of our field because we are stars. We're not patriots. And don't get me wrong. I I, I thoroughly enjoy the Cowboy way as well because it gets us through the offseason. There's always something going on. There's always something to talk about. There's always a quote for us to relish in of what does this mean? Ooh, he said that. The Cowboys are the ultimate showman in that regard. But at the same time, you know, I understand when it gets to, you know, yeah, you you can celebrate and you can acknowledge winning, ten, you know, double-digit games in back-to-back regular seasons. It hasn't happened since the 90s. It's a really hard thing to do, but it only gets you so far when you don't back it up in the games that, that count more, that count for more. <laughs> Look, every game counts as far as Jerry goes. You I know mean, what I he's mean. Been, he, no, I know, but he's been known to come out of his luxury suite and go onto the field when his team is in a nail-biter in the regular season. So I don't know if that guy knows the difference. A win is a win, and a loss is bad. We do see how much the, the playoff losses hurt him more Oh, oh, when I say a loss is bad, I mean any loss is bad. But, yeah, it it is downright horrible for Jerry to lose a playoff game. He doesn't feel like his team should ever lose. After regular season games, he's not apologizing to fans or talking about how sick he is because that's what, fair or not, you know, fair or not, that's what that's what these teams get judged on. What you do in the regular season is great, but you have to back it up. You know, it's that it's that. That that uh, Golden State Warriors uh, sixty-two win team analogy or whatever it was or seventy-one, that that ridiculous team that won 
about the 70-something games and then loses to Cleveland in the finals, when you bring up that team, the first thing that comes up is not the 70 wins, it's they lost in the finals. Like, that's just how all... Uh, and this, this is not some kind of revelation. All these teams understand that. Like that's just how all this goes. That's how you. That's what you get judged on. And when we're sitting here a couple of weeks after the Super Bowl, you know what? Uh, a month plus after the the regular season ends, and your coach is saying, "I don't like the the way that he was running the offense because it made my defense tired and they didn't play well." Like, what are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> get his team, get his team in shape. I, I, I guess. That's I mean, I, well, yeah, they ran us off the field. We were gassed. Uh, you know, I don't know what we can do. Well, how about some warm ups? How about some workouts? How about you know get a little more uh, stamina? How about uh, do what most teams do? You know the drill, Jerry. You've won a couple of rings. By the way, the best part of this when Mike McCarthy says I want him to run the damn ball more so I can rest my defense. I, I saw this a couple of days ago. Oh, sorry, I said Jerry. I meant Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I, I saw this a couple of days ago, and I was—I've been wanting to get to it anyway. But it just—it fits in perfectly today with my, with McCarthy saying, "I want to run the damn ball more so I can rest my defense." The Cowboys last season, the third highest percentage of all the teams in the NFL, all thirty-two of them. The Cowboys, the third highest percentage of teams that ran on first and second down and then passed on third down. It came in at right under 30% of the time. It was run, run, pass. You might not know what's funny, Sam. Uh, going way back when, about 10 years, uh, uh, 12 years or so, uh, Lobo football under Mike Loxley. Pass, 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 45 seconds, punt. Yeah. So this is kind of opposite. You're running on first and second. The problem is I think they're going maybe too hurry up. Maybe you need to huddle. Maybe it's not the running not enough. Maybe it's the no huddle offense. How's that? Uh, how's that going for you? I mean, the, the the tempo actually the tempo was the thing that actually did help this offense, and, and that's kind of the whole point. I know it, did, but then there's pluses and minuses. It helps the offense, but then when you need that excuse, you know what? Well, we need to run the ball more because our offense, our defense is uh, tired. Well, that's because uh, you're. You're running 10 plays and what normal NFL teams run them five. And that's kind of the whole point of this. When the only teams in the league that ran the ball on first and second down more than the Cowboys are the Panthers and the Chicago Bears, it, <laughs> it just it, it reinforces that it, it reinforces you know what we talked about from the very beginning when this came down that it was going to be Mike McCarthy's team. All righty, man. Nothing more for you to hide behind. Let's see what you're going to do with it. And if you want to run the ball more, that's your prerogative to run the ball more. But the evidence is there that this is not how the Cowboys win. No. no or, okay, let me backtrack. Not how they win the, the most important games of the season. Yes. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. And I know what you meant the first time. But, yeah, that's, uh, you know, sometimes you got to adjust in what you're doing. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And this makes me also wonder, Sam, how much more Jerry is going to be involved with this team uh, in terms of, you know, Mike McCarthy is taking over the offense. Well, now he's already set up his defense for either failure or success because he wants to run the ball more. Well, it's up to his offense to predicate how tired their defense is. 
because if they're successful and they move the ball, they don't have to punt much, well, hey, then you don't have a, don't have a worry because you're going to be leading most games. If you do a three and out every time or, you, you know, you have a couple of drives that, you know, maybe you get a first down or two and you have to punt, well, guess what? That defense is going to be out there and getting a little tired. So then no one is going to be blamed except for the guy looking at himself in the mirror next year. In the immortal words of our good friend OJ, I'm just saying, <laughs> contractually for the Cowboys, this is a pivotal season to decide what the next few years look like anyway. Yeah. Starting oh, with, it sure is. Starting with number you know, starting with number four. There's an out in Dak's contract after this season. There's you know, Mike McCarthy's it's it's all the spotlights all on him now, so it's all out in front of these guys, and that can I mean that that can go one way or another. We do know one way or another, it's gonna be entertaining.